came a question today. Are sales funnels legit? Short answer, yes. Longer answer, yes. <laughs> Nelly here, Build Your Army. And in this podcast, we are going to discuss sales funnels and their legitimacy. And yes, they are legit, and I will say why. Because they work. They work if you have your messaging dialed in and your target audience sorted out and your messaging is clear. If you try to please everyone, you will please no one. So the key to a sales funnel working is by knowing your audience, knowing what they're looking for, solving their issues, and making that clear in your copyright, your copy, I'm sorry, not your copyright, your copy, your web content. And the reason they work is because rather than trying to make a sale to a stranger on the first time they hit your website, you will want to collect their email. What that allows you to do is then drip on them in their inbox and allow them to get to know you. And then at that point, inside the emails, you can make offers to them so that they buy your product. So they work as long as you dial in your messaging and you target the right audience and you solve a problem that they are looking to solve. Yes. They do not work if you are trying to please everyone. You're not clear on your messaging. You're not trying to collect email. Your navigation sucks. That kind of thing. I'm not too big on pricing and if your pricing is right and all that kind of thing. I would suggest you price where you feel you need to price where you're given your value with confidence. I'll give you a quick example. I am a huge fan of the band Tool. T-O-O-L. I have watched them perform live eight times. They are the only band that I've ever watched that many times. In fact, I think Tea Party, which is a Canadian band, I believe I've watched them seven so we broke the uh, record with Tool, watching them seven, sorry, eight times. I recently bought an album of theirs for $90, a CD. <laughs> yes, they still make those. Now, how many bands are you aware of that can pull off a sticker price of an album for $90? What did they do? They differentiated themselves. One they always have differentiated themselves on their stage presence, their music videos, their sound, their length of songs. Their average song length on this album is, I think, 11 minutes. They have like one song for 14 minutes, another song for 12, another song for, I think, 10 or something like that. So I think it was eight songs of 88 minutes of, <laughs> of music 
which is unheard of. But that is not why it was expensive. It was expensive because they came out with a limited edition, almost like a a packaging with a screen on it. And when you open it up, there was graphics inside, almost like a hologram type of 3D, not quite 3D, but a, a, a TV with some, some animation in there, I guess, and some, some sounds as background music. So it's very cool, very cool approach to an album that I've never seen before. And that, that is what you want to do with your messaging. You want to stand apart from all the other competitors. Personally, what I am trying to do is be different than a podcaster. Yes, I, this is a podcast. You listen to a podcast. But my goal is to reach you somehow, some way different than the other podcasters are doing it. I don't want to be dry. I want to, I want to be myself. I want to be in my comfort zone where I am the most sarcastic I am. I always, I always find that when I'm being sarcastic or a twisted sense of humor that I am at my best. That's kind of where I feel comfortable and I get people laughing that way. So that is what I try to do in my personal life, getting people to laugh that way by pushing the boundary a little bit, making them feel a little uncomfortable to the point where they are uncomfortable that they find something funny. Like if you are laughing and you are feeling uncomfortable with the fact that you find that joke funny, that is the sweet spot of sense of humor in my opinion. So with your messaging, you want to set yourself apart. Don't be afraid to push your boundaries a little bit. You might find you might find that you will get some avid customers that way because you're pushing the boundary. You're not indecisive. You're not indifferent. You have you are standing out to the public and you are repelling people that you're that aren't interested in doing business with you. Simultaneously, though, you're attracting people into doing business with you. And those are the type of people you're going to have the most fun with, the ones that are like your soulmates when it comes to being a customer. And that is the type of ideal client you want to work with. You are not trying to please everyone. So do sales funnels work? Are they legit? Absolutely if you've got your messaging dialed in and that is the key how do you do that split test test different messaging put compete with one page against another use the one that gets the best results it's not going to be instant it's not going to be overnight you have to build on it you have to gain credibility with other ways to attract them to your funnel site convert them. You might find that people will come to you because they've heard about you through friends or, or, or word of mouth of other clients and you'll get leads that way. People will sign up for your list that way. I have a social air. It's basically an underground social media site that you could sign up for. And in there is a group of people. It's not on Facebook. It's a private group invite only and we network and talk business. And these are the type of things I get leads from there because we're spending time together. We're communicating. We're networking online. We're, we're doing Zoom calls together. We're collaborating on business ideas, that sort of thing. So head on over to 
the number 1818.buildyourarmy.com for 18 ways to monetize your funnel without selling your soul. Keep building. Enjoy your life.